1: Ah, it is Black Hole Sundays, Spadone. The 50, uh, I want to say 54th or 55th episode. should probably know that. We are somewhere in the 50s. We're not in the late 50s. We're in the early 50s somewhere with Black Hole Sundays going all the way back to last year. And today we have what I would consider to be one of the, how should I say this? Emptiest times in terms of content Spadone that we've had leading up to a draft normally the Raiders would be having like a top 10 pick but now they actually seem to have a competent front office and uh, we're leading to the draft on the 28th and we're not even going to be seeing any picks until Friday the 29th when they actually start making the third rounders what's going on man.
0: Yeah, it's one of the more weird draft weeks, considering it's in Las Vegas, home of the Raiders too, and it's just like the home team doesn't have any picks for the first day uh, until the late day, until uh, f- late uh, Friday that is. So it's gonna be weird, man. Like usually I'm so excited about the draft. Like there's just like even if it's not my team, it's like oh, what quarterbacks are be taken? Yeah, uh, Kenny Pickett, yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, Matt Corral, uh. Malik Willis is the guy I guess everyone's getting excited about, but guy played at Liberty College. I don't even know where the hell that is. Um, so I don't – this this is a weird draft, and usually I'm a, I'm a draft guy. Like, I love the spectacle. I think it's really fun to break down all the prospects, the mock drafts. I love all that kind of stuff. Uh, so for me this year, it's, it has been kind of weird. But, hey, man, if you can get Devontae Adams, I'm fine with no draft in the first day.
1: I don't feel like, though, it's like – I don't feel that – it's just with us as Raider fans. I feel like it's with everybody in the NFL. Like, there's no there's no excitement around the draft this just year. the
0: quarterbacks are boring. I mean, let's be honest. The quarterback is the sexy position. And even a couple of years ago, when it wasn't the quarterback and it was just the wide receiver class, like you think mm-hmm. of all the guys. Obviously, the Raiders took rugs. There was CeeDee Lamb, Justin Jefferson, Brandon Ayuk. Yeah. There was just that run on, on uh, wide receivers where it's like, oh, my God. Like, this is so cool. Like, there's not like in, in this draft class, actually, is kind of low key loaded in the first round with wide receivers, too. Like, you saw Garrett Wilson, Olave, mm-hmm. um, the guy who was at Williams out of Alabama, Burks James out of Arkansas. So, yeah, there's a lot of studs here in the first round that are going to be taken uh, as far as wide receiver go. But yeah, the quarterbacks are just snoozers. Kenny Pickett out of Pitt. I think someone said his high, high upside is Derek Carr. Like, okay like that's exciting i guess but like if he's like the best prospect then you got like corral and willis and then desmond ritter who kind of stunk at cincinnati when i saw him against alabama so i don't know like it's just a weird draft and it kind of sucks considering last year's draft was supposed to be the one in vegas where it had all the run on the quarterbacks like that would have been awesome mm-hmm. to see the zach wilson's trey lance trevor lawrence all that i'll make the stage in vegas um But, yeah, we'll see. Maybe there's going to be some drama. You know, Debo Samuel's rumored out there. Maybe someone will make a splash for him, Steve. You never know. Oh,
1: my God. We'll see. (laughs) Ha! Debo Samuel. That that whole situation. I don't even know what's going to go on with that. But, you know what? The excitement. You don't have to wait. It was reported that Weezer, Ice Cube, and Marshmallow are performing. At the draft in Vegas, and they're also tr- they're also turning that sign the welcome to fabulous Las Vegas. They're turning it silver and black, Spadone. Any excitement there?
0: Wow, yeah, that was weird. I saw like a Twitter video earlier, like they were like announcing, like they're like changing like the sign. Yeah, it was so, like, like it, was, it was a ribbon cutting for an opening. Is game. that what it was? I was so confused. I was like, were they That's supposed to change the color of the sign? That's what they're it like, looked. I was like. like, what is? I don't. But they didn't do it. That's the issue. they didn't do it? Like what? It was, they announced it but didn't do anything it. I think Vic for tweeted, and I agree. Is like just do it at night. Like make sure like you can see it. Like turn it on and off. Right. Like <laughs> that makes more sense. I don't know. It's kind of weird. Um, like the whole draft like like thing being in Vegas. Like I get it. It's a big spectacle anyway, so it makes sense. Way better than where it's going to be. I think what in two years or next year, Detroit.
1: Mm. Yikes.
0: Um, <laughs> that that does not sound fun if you're uh, a 20 or 21 year old. Uh, getting drafted, hang out in Detroit. But if you're a 21 or 22 year old, 23, this draft, you're in Vegas, baby. Better be careful though, because hey, the stock could slide. Up. Steve, I could see a report early this morning, according to sources, Kenny Pickett was seen wasted at Club Area. His <laughs> <laughs> hands were too small to hang onto the glass, and the glass broke <laughs> on the
1: floor. Now, uh, dude, I, you know what's funny though is you get because I'm thinking, I was thinking in my head prior to this, I was like, is, is this gonna is this how you attract free agents right here? These young rookies are they gonna see the are they gonna see the fun of Vegas or, or maybe the Raiders veterans gonna show them around town a little bit and then Not hey the dumbest idea hey by the time your are t- by the time your rookie contracts up come through yeah.
0: um but the Have, thing the th- the, yeah, by the time you're having fun in uh, Green Bay Wisconsin come over here <laughs>
1: <laughs> exactly um but speaking of the draft. There are a lot of lists that come out. Now, I want to do, I do want to get to uh, positional needs because the Raiders only have five picks in this draft. They have a third, a fourth, two fifths, and then a seventh. So I, I believe it's the third fewest amount of draft picks out of anyone, any team in the NFL this year. So not many guys to go around, but I do want to rank them in terms of importance. So if you were to draft in terms of position, The position of need that you'd want the most would be the third rounder, then the fourth rounder, then the two-fifths, then the seventh, and so on. So really the five positions of need for you from this draft. We're going to get to that. Uh, But a lot of lists come out, and one was written by Maurice Moton of Bleacher Report, and he was naming every team's worst draft pick since 2017. Now, can I give you a guess as to who he chose as the Raiders' worst draft pick since 2017. And I'm just going to give you a hint right now. It was not Henry Ruggs. I'll give you that
0: that, I I wouldn't put Henry Ruggs there. Not Um, at all. So, who do you think? Is he still on the team? No. Okay. Certainly not. Certainly not. (laughs) (laughs) No way. Lynn Bowden? Not Lynn Bowden. Okay. He never played a snap for the team. So never saying, yeah, they, they didn't have a I mean
1: that might have been <laughs> I, I don't know if that you can count that even as like a worst draft pick. That dude didn't even play.
0: That's what I'm saying like if we just drafted him and just didn't, didn't play for us. Maybe um, maybe maybe that would be
1: like the worst draft decision of of the Raiders okay. the past, since 2017. But let's let's, so, let's talk about the pick though. Who do you think? This is going to be I don't know. You're gonna, not he's
0: not on the team. Not on the team.
1: <sighs> did Taylor Muse? Did not play a lot. Not Tanner Muse. He played a little bit for a year.
0: Oh, Damon Arnett.
1: No. Oh, very close though. You're, you're. God, you're no, I'm, seeing,
0: I'm seeing some gems here though. The Gruden you're Mayock getting
1: warm here. because Damon Arnett actually would be my pick, but you're getting warmer here. Jonathan, no, he's still on the team, right? Second rounder. He was Second. in the secondary.
0: Why can't I think of who this is? Oh, um. Ugh, say it. I can't even remember. obi Melifonwu. obi Melifonwu. Wow, that was that was the first Gruden era, right? That was like the first draft, right? I want to say. I want to say it was Colton Miller, Colton Miller, then Melifonwu. No, yeah, yeah, was it? I think so.
1: Hang on, hang on.
0: I mean, let me know that was it. still Reggie McKenzie era, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, it was still the Reggie McKenzie yeah. era. Yeah, uh, 2017
1: draft, and that was the uh let me sec- check it out. That was Gary. a
0: bad pick. Nah, he was, no, dude. He's know- projected solely on his in like size and intangibles and not skills.
1: You know who was drafted in the first round? Gary and Conley. Ooh. That twenty seventeen year.
0: Wow. Terrible. And then they took Ovi Malafon. What a terrible draft in 2017. Yeah, you're right. That wasn't even, that was still Del Rio's.
1: uh, Yeah. Oh God. Who did they take? Now I got to look down at this. Who did they take in the third? Oh, I had high hopes for this dude from UCLA, Eddie Vanderdose. Eddie Vanderdose. Yeah. Wow. Now I'm just going down the 2017 rabbit rabbit hole and I can't stop. Ooh, they took David Sharp in the fourth round. What Swing a, tackle.
0: What a sharp pick.
1: <laughs> it's like the complete opposite. Markel Lee, at linebacker in the fifth round? He's still in the league, I think. He's around. He's somewhere. Uh... Damn, I don't even think they had a sixth rounder that year. And then the seventh. Sorry, this is pretty Jill, Who's this? Jylan Ware?
0: Jylan Ware? I don't even know who that is in the seventh round. Oh, wow. I will say... Gruden was able to flip Conley to the Texans, what was it, for a third-round pick? So Yeah, Yeah. that was a swindle. I do remember that. Wow, they fleeced him.
1: They really fleeced him. All right, so draft needs. Um, It seems like the Raiders have a direction in which they want to go, and we know what that offense is going to look like. There's some new faces on this defense. Obviously, Chandler Jones and Max Crosby on the edge. And then up the middle, you got uh, Bilal. Oh, gosh, why am I blanking on his name right now? I want to say Bilal Powell just because that running back, Bilal Nichols. There's up the middle at defensive tackle. Jonathan Hankins is still with the team. Then at linebacker, we know what we're getting there. Uh, You know, uh, Divine Diablo is probably going to be a starter this year the cornerback position, we know what we're getting there. Um, Obviously, Rakia Sin and Nate Hobbs and Trayvon Mullen. And then it's safety, Jonathan Abram, Trayvon Merrick. But let's just do it this way, Spadone, in terms of positional need. So, again, you have a third rounder, a fourth rounder, two fifths, and a seventh. If you had to pick in terms of positional need, how would it go? We can just go back and forth here. What would you take? With the third in the third round. What's your highest priority in terms of positional need for the Raiders this
0: year? Uh, offensive tackle, right tackle specifically. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, all due respect to Alex Leatherwood, I don't know what McDaniels sees with him, if he's a guard, tackle, whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think that's the most important position right now is to shore up the offensive line. Um, that's the biggest weakness I think I see with this team. I think you'd probably agree with that.
1: I'd say so. I'd say it's all along the offensive line. Um, Mine would be center. Uh, I just don't know what they're getting with Andre James. And I think that drafting a center in that round, if they find the best player available, which it will end up being, they're not going to draft for need. They're going to draft with the best player available is within their needs because there's a variety that they have. But I think anywhere on the offensive line, I could go right tackle easily. Um, I mean – what Brandon Parker and Alex Leatherwood? I think Brandon Parker is going to be a free agent after this season. So he stinks. There's no future there at at, at right tackle. So I don't know if you're going to get that in the third round. We've seen the Raiders pick up Gabe Jackson as a third rounder. He's like the most memorable third rounder, at least as far as, far as an offensive lineman to me. And he was a serviceable player at, at left guard for those few years when they were the best offensive line or one of the best offensive lines in football. So you'd go right tackle. No, yep. f-
0: you're done with Leatherwood. You're over Leatherwood. Well, no, I just it's going to be interesting. Like that's what I would go with because I would just stick Leatherwood at right guard still. Mm. Like, I go just nip that in the bud real quick and just be like, hey, listen, we clearly drafted you for a spot that you were not prepared for. Now maybe McDaniel's thinks it's different and he can he thinks he could make him better. Maybe his offensive line coach that he's bringing in can mold Leatherwood and it could all work out. That'd be great. So maybe he drafts guard instead, or maybe he goes with you to draft center. But offensive line for sure is the focus point for me.
1: How many guards on the Raiders can you name this year?
0: Uh, Simpson. Okay. Denzel Good. Okay. Um, who was that other guy? I feel like Good got, Good got hurt early.
1: Yeah. I guarantee you, you're not going to be able to name if you name if you can name these guys who are also their guards. I'd be just I round of applause if you can name these other guys. Um,
0: not Sam Young anymore, right? Is that a mm-hmm. guy? Uh Sam Young. No, <laughs> that was either. two years
1: ago. That was two he, years
0: ago. He was the tackle a couple of years ago. Not yeah. See, I see. I, I'm throwing names out there now. Mm-hmm. No, who else? That's exactly it. Jermaine –
1: Illuminor, Illuminor, that's right. He's on Twitter. Who's set to be the right guard? And then you got Denzel Good, who's set to be the left. You got John Simpson, right? But they also got a guy, Jordan Meredith, Lex, Lester Cotton, and Alex Bars. So really, I mean, if you're gonna draft for need, <laughs> I think I don't even I don't even think it's a question. You go in the third rounder, probably going to be someone in the offensive line. If you're going to draft a fourth rounder, probably going to be someone in the offensive line. So you know what? Offensive line is the biggest position of need. What else do you think that they need to go after, though? Anything for depth. Do you want to see them get another corner? Do you want to see them get maybe a D tackle? Do you want to see them get a linebacker? What do you want to see from them?
0: Yeah, um, definitely the defensive side of the ball. Because on the offense, other than the offensive line, I think they're pretty much set. Yeah, um, with all their weapons that they've added, um but yeah, man, I would like to see a little a defensive tackle wouldn't hurt. Mm-hmm. I mean, obviously you brought in Chandler Jones is to be an edge rush kind of guy alongside Crosby, who you just signed to an extension. Get a little push up the front. I think that's what they were kind of missing last year, like within Gakwe and Crosby. Still, you, you would get occasional push like with. I like Darius Philon. I think they brought didn't they just sign him to a one year deal? If I'm not mistaken,
1: Darius Philon. I think he. I think he. I think he might have signed somewhere else. Let
0: me double check. I th- I liked him though. I thought I thought we brought him back in.
1: Oh no, he's currently a free agent as of now. Still
0: a free agent. I thought we were interviewing him. Um. But, they
1: should bring him back, though. I liked what I saw from him. In, in, he provides
0: a good push. Yeah, yeah. he visited – okay, last week he visited with the Raiders. So mm. we'll see. I liked him. He's only 28. I thought he played well for us last year. So, um, but, yeah, defensive tackle. Can't hurt for adding other secondaries. Linebackers, for the first time in a while, maybe we, like seems like it's not a super area of concern. But still, I would like to add some young depth. It's always good to add some speed to that position. I think mm-hmm. that's where the position's going, you see guys like a Fred Warner, um, Darius Leonard. These guys that are just physical freaks with speed. Yeah. that's that's something that you might want to tag. Just high upside, you know. Like that's what that's like. Once you're past the third round, and even the second, this you're just drafting for upside.
1: Yeah, it's essentially it's essentially a lottery where you're just hoping yeah. to get uh, where you're where are just hoping to get lucky for these guys. Um, but I do, and and this is me, but I do want to see them. Uh, try and get another corner. Um, I've never, like last year, when guys would go down, for example, like when Nate Hobbs uh, went down, Trayvon Mullen went down, the depth that they had at corner, I remember just watching teams pick on the Raiders whenever they'd be losing guys in the secondary. And I don't know if I'm ready to see that again, but if they can if they can somehow shore up the secondary and maybe grab someone as a depth piece, just a young spry rookie who wants to make a name for himself in the league, I'm all for it. If they can get another Nate Hobbs type in the fifth round and somehow find the steel of the draft within those two fifth rounders, like that's what I want to see drafted into the fifth round is a corner. seems like the Raiders have some good luck with fifth rounders. So I think corner should be uh Uh corner should be one that they need to they need to look at absolutely
0: you just think about the division you're in like it's just so stacked we talk about it all the time wilson herbert mahomes the weapons all around like it's just such an area of importance especially just for depth too Mm. someone gets hurt like you just want some guys some these young guys to step up maybe and you'll find a diamond in the rough like we did with nate hobbs so Mm -hmm. never know that's what the draft is for too is just depth like you want some of these guys to hit like sure like once you get to the sixth and seventh round it's like okay maybe but they'll practice camp and then the raiders have been i feel like pretty good at the undrafted free agents too in the past like i feel like they've been able to find guys here or there um that they're able to hang on to so we'll see we'll see it's just this weird draft i always get so excited and it's just like it's i don't know it's like uh that meme with ricky bobby i don't know what to do with my hands (laughs) i don't don't know what to do like Thursday, it's like nothing's happening. So Yeah, yeah. Well,
1: speaking of a fifth-rounder, though, that has worked out pretty well, uh, it's Hunter Renfro. And with all these 2019 draft wide receivers who are going insane here uh, as far as contracts go, whether it's DK, A.J. Brown, Debo, as we already talked about, Terry McLaurin, all these guys – well, what's forgotten about is Hunter Renfro. And it had me thinking, are we gonna get to a point? Because he's probably gonna make I don't know, do you think that he'd be worth Christian Kirk money? Christian Kirk is worth 18 million a year right now. And it seems like that's the that's the market that's been set for all those wide receivers that I that I mentioned here. It's not Devontae Adams and Tyree Kill. Don't need to look at those contracts. Christian Kirk is the one where you wanna look for a precedent. So, do you think Hunter Renfro would be worth 18 million a year if they were to pay him that?
0: Absolutely. He's a better player than Christian Kirk, like mm. flat out. Like he may not have the the intangibles like in his the physical traits. Like right. he may not have that like the big size and the speed that he has. He's the better route runner though. I know he's got better hands and I know on third down, when you need a first down, he's going to get it for you. Like I don't care who's guarding him; like he's just that good. So absolutely, I think he's worth it. Now, it's going to be interesting how Ziegler values him, right? When you already paid a guy like Devontae that much money, um, Waller's obviously on a cheap contract. That's going to be interesting to see what happens there. I don't know if they're going to have the money and the books to be able to keep both him and Waller. That's going to be the thing.
1: That's what I was going to get to. Yeah. Yeah, That's that's going to be
0: tough. And and honestly, like if they think Foster Morrow is a cheaper option, you can just, he's obviously not as talented, but you can still be serviceable. Like I can see them just giving Morrow a cheaper contract and then paying rent for all that money. I can see that happening. I can see them playing out this year and be like, okay,
1: That's what I'm thinking because Waller's contract is up after this year or uh, after next season, and he's only going to be worth $6 million. And Waller, like I was, there's no other tight end right now who's going to reset the market with a new contract. Maybe Kyle Pitts with Atlanta, but he's only going to be on the second year of his rookie deal. So you got – they'll still have two more years of time until they even have to think about trying to get an extension for him. Darren Waller is going to be that tight end. And with, if he stays healthy this year, there's a good chance that he's going to try, his agent is going to try and get him to reset the market with the amount that he's going to get. So I know it's a year down the line and we got a, we got this year's worth of Raiders football uh, to go through here, but thinking about it, if you are choosing between Hunter Renfro and Darren Waller, can you imagine Derek, Darren Waller on a contract year trying mm-hmm. to make that money? Like, this is if he's not healthy after this year, then there's going to be a little speculation about whether they should sign him long term, whether other teams should. I mean, this is setting up where it's probably going to be a situation where you either pay Renfro or Waller. You could pay both, but then you wouldn't be able to pay anyone on defense.
0: Yeah, it's and it's funny just to think about the concept of the Raiders paying Hunter Renfro. <laughs> just comparing the size of the two guys, it's just fun. It's just comical. Yeah. Like, the production value you get with Hunter Renfro compared to a guy like Darren Waller with his size and speed and attributes. It just goes to show you, man, like, like it's, the NFL's crazy. Like, if you can play, you can play, so... It's going to be fascinating to see what happens. Like, I would love for them to keep Darren Waller because I do think he's a top five tight end, top three even when he's on his game. Mm-hmm. He's just done so much for this team on offense the last few years. He is that dynamic piece you have to watch out for. Like, that's the player like teams fear. Like, when you're going up against him, like, how do we stop Darren Waller? Then we'll worry about Hunter Renfro. And that's what's going to make this year at least so fun, is because you'll at least have for this year at least Devontae Renfro and Waller. Pick your poison, you know.
1: Yes. So. Yes. And this year, I mean, I think we can agree that the Raiders top to bottom, at least in terms of their receivers uh, have the best receiving core in the AFC West. Now it's a different with quarterbacks, but when you go from the wide receivers to the tight ends, the Raiders probably have the best in the AFC West. And, you know, you can make an argument for these other teams, but is there anything that these other teams can do maybe in this draft this year, in order to catapult themselves to the top of the AFC West in terms of their receiving core. Because the way that it's looking as of now, I need to I need to make sure I actually pull up this correct draft order. I had a draft order of, and now it's gone. I don't know where I went. Hang on. Give me another second here. Uh, but I know the Chargers have the 15th pick this year, and I could totally be botching this, and I apologize here, Spidum. Uh But the Chargers, excuse me. The Chargers have the 17th pick, and then the Chiefs have the 29th and the 30th, and uh, there's no other picks to be made within the first round from the AFC West. Uh, the Broncos do not have one, if I'm not mistaken, because Seattle ended up taking that pick um, so that they could get Russell Wilson. So – what do you think? Can the Chiefs or the Chargers do anything in this draft in order to scare you as far as their wide receiver core goes?
0: Chargers, I don't think, are going to draft a wide receiver after putting, like, they have Keenan Allen on a fat contract already. They just signed Mike Williams to a big contract as well. I don't see them adding another wide receiver. Now, could they? Absolutely. Uh, I just don't think they will. I think they'll shore up the offensive line, maybe draft a guard or something like that. They drafted uh, Slater last year, who's obviously been a baller for them at left tackle. Mm
1: -hmm. So
0: um, I think they just address more of the offensive line. The Chiefs, however, that kind of scares me. I feel like they could be a sleeper for trading for Debo Samuel. Mm. The two first-rounders this year and maybe like a second next year, I I think that could be the price for Debo Samuel. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe the 49ers want like a top 10 pick or something like that. I don't think they're going to get that from, like, let's say the Jets. I think the Jets might add like their 10th pick and then maybe like a second rounder this year and then next year, but they're mm-hmm. not doing a, their fourth and 10th for Debo. Um, so I think the two first rounders for the Chiefs this year, coupled with the second rounder and then getting Debo Samuel, that would scare me as a Raiders fan. That physical freak in that offense with Andy Reid and that quarterback coupled with Kelsey and Schuster and valdez Scantling. Yeah, that that's a lot. (laughs) That's a lot.
1: (laughs) I don't think that's gonna happen though. I don't Why not? Why not? Man, like it just it just feels like that price. I know it it may seem like a lot, but I mean for Debo and just him leaving the team, it's like you better you better get more than just a couple of late first round draft picks I mean, they're going to have to involve a player in that, would they not? I know we're always focusing so much on draft picks, but I mean, if they're going to trade Debo, like it feels like they'd want to do it for a lot more than that. So I think the Chiefs would have to give up something along that depth chart with the draft picks in order to acquire him.
0: Like I think it that's may, what maybe. But if you're just trying to get, if you just have a disgruntled player who's going to hold out, and you can get two day one picks in this year's draft. Mm. Like I don't think you're finding that in, from any other team. And you don't want to have to wait till next year, right? Like no. Nah. Like maybe and then let's say let's say the deal's consummated late, like let's say for example the draft's happening and a wide receiver's falling that the Niners really like. Let's say it's what was it? Jamison Williams out of Alabama. Yeah. The guy that just had the ACL surgery, maybe he's falling. And the, and Kyle Shanahan's like I want this guy trade Debo. Let's get the Chiefs two first this year. Get second or third next year. Let's do it. Like that could happen, right? Mm-hmm. I it could. Know. It's not the craziest thing. No, no. I don't think you're that. I don't think you're that wrong. I mean, you never, never happened? It. Probably not. I, I I think the 49ers have been pretty open, and even John Lynch had his presser today saying like I. – not gonna comment, he's gonna stay with us kind of thing. I'd I would be shocked if he's traded, but if I'm the Chiefs, I would definitely look into it because I think that'd be Debo would be perfect for that offense.
1: That'd be terrifying. I be don't
0: terrifying. Know. Andy Reid's just just would just be salivating at the thought.
1: You wanna know something? You know what's funny? What's up? As we were recording this podcast, this dude Aaron Nagler, he's the co-founder of Cheesehead TV. He just reported that the original trade offer for Devontae Adams was the first-round pick, the 22nd pick, and Waller before the league shut it down. Then he's saying, my guess is that if Green Bay is in the Waller market, the value would be a second-round pick. He wants a new deal as well. Interesting. Already – they're targeting somebody as far as a veteran tight end, and Darren Waller is that guy.
0: Interesting. Wow. So the league shut it down. Okay, I'm seeing here because you can't trade a tagged player for another player. Mm-hmm. So technically, Devontae was on the tag. The Raiders are trading for Franchi- it. He, they gave him the franchise tag this yeah. year, Devontae
1: Adams, so you can't trade a tagged player for a non-tagged player. Okay. So they're already looking for it. Dude, like, play it out this year. Do exactly. Not, do not trade. Do not trade. Like, we're going into a draft, Spadoni, where there's really no mistakes that can be made. If you miss out on some guys with a third, fourth, two fifths, and a seventh, fine, like whatever. You're, you're, not, you're not giving a lot to work with here. You're not giving a first and a second rounder. But if you trade away Darren Waller for a second round pick, I mean, you. Uh, it better be a first rounder if you trade him away. Like yeah. I don't know what he's meaning. Oh, my guess is in the second round. I don't know about that. Um, but man, what I I would just be like, hey, if you're gonna if you're gonna if you're gonna trade us for if you're gonna trade us for Waller, just give us back that twenty second pick.
0: Like at yeah, least- no, I'm not doing that. I'm not doing that. Um, play out this year, see what happens. If you can win the division, maybe. I mean, what Waller's what thirty. 31 he's getting up there Yeah. so like this is going to be his last big contract that he gets even if it is even big he's a tight end he's a bigger guy. I don't know how much he's going to be commanding on the open market like tight ends a hard position to value when you say they start getting older like even Devontae at 29 he got this fat contract that's the last one he's ever going to get his game's also not predicated on speed he's a route runner he's an elite guy Waller is predicated on being a tight end that's really fast and can jump over guys and stuff like that. So it's going to be interesting. I agree with you. Play out this year, see what happens. If he stays healthy the entire year, they can't come to an agreement on something, that's fine. Yeah. I think you just play this year out. Just I want to see what happens. Yeah. Why, and also, like, why would
1: the Raiders, who got a steal for Devontae Adams if they avoided trading away Waller, why would they just trade him away? Like, that would have make sense. Yep. Yeah, yep. that just wouldn't make any – that wouldn't no. make any sense. And tight ends, if you're looking at value right now, uh, the average here, George Kittle got one five years, $75 million. That's an average of $15 uh, mil a year. Uh, but he also got $40 million guaranteed. And really, if we know anything about these guys, it's no longer the average annual value anymore. But because of their ages, they want that guaranteed money. So if they yep. can – if they, if wherever, whatever contract Waller gets, it would have to be somewhere north of the 40 mil guaranteed. And what that means for the Raiders, I don't know, but I still think that they're going to have to make that decision of whether to pay Renfro or Waller. And they're probably going to pay Renfro if we're going to, if we're being honest out it. Probably. A little probably
0: but that's a uh, conversation for another day.
1: Yeah. That's a conversation for another year. If they trade Darren Waller, gonna go nuts. All right. All right. Joe, that's gonna do it. Uh, we're not gonna have an episode on Friday. We'll be able to react next week when we're back. The <laughs> traps is in Vegas and the Raiders barely even have any draft picks. Like, what's the excitement?
0: <laughs> they, they can't screw it up, though, Spadone. Or can they? <laughs> Trading Darren Waller. <laughs>
1: That'd be the number one way to do it. obi Melafonwu. Didn't think we'd ever mention his name again. All right. That's going to do it for us. Stephen Langford, Joe Spadoni. Have a fantastic week, everyone. Enjoy the draft if you can as a Raider fan. Or just do everything else. With Tune in is the audio platform
0: with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports.
1: clock at four. Donchich.